Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Biden Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little more NFL news. I also want to talk a little more MLB news as well. And I want to talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball. So first off, we'll get started with the latest NFL news. Devontae Parker signs a three-year contract extension with the New England Patriots worth $33 million. Uh, so pretty good contract extension for Devontae Parker. And you look at... Um, the Patriots roster, you look at their group of wide receivers, um, and it looks like Devontae Parker could be that number one option, that number one target for Mac Jones, um, especially with um, Jacoby Myers uh, moving on and signing with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, looks like Devontae Parker could be that number one target for Mac Jones in the Patriots offense, unless they go out and sign a guy like DeAndre Hopkins in free agency. Um, looks like Devontae Parker is going to get a lot of targets from Mac Jones. So um, pretty good a contract extension for Devontae Parker. So that's my thoughts on the latest NFL news. Now I want to talk a little MLB news as well. Um, first, let's talk about Shohei Otani. Um, Shohei Otani putting together a really good game on Tuesday for the Angels in their win against the Chicago White Sox. And in that game, Shohei Otani strikes out 10 batters, and he also hits two home runs in that game as well. So Shohei Otani now leads the major leagues with 28 home runs, and he continues to dominate on the mound. So um, Shohei Otani putting together a very good first half of the season. Um, in my opinion, I think he's going to run away with the American League MVP award. Um but uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the second half of the season. Uh, but you look at this Angels team, they're playing some really good baseball in the AL West. They are right behind the Texas Rangers um, in um, the division. Uh, they're in second place right behind the Rangers. And I think they're definitely going to be buyers at the trade deadline. They have already made a move uh, to add to their offense. They made a trade with the New York Mets to add a really good hitter and a really good infielder in Eduardo Escobar uh, to their lineup. Um, they sent a couple of minor league pitchers over to the New York Mets in return. Um, but uh, Angels um, really played some good baseball, and I think they're going to make some more moves uh, before the trade deadline as well to try and get even better. Um, but um, Shohei Otani, um, you know, really uh, doing some incredible things. Um, and of course, Mike Trout having a good year as well. Um, but uh, this Angels team um, has been really um, interesting to watch. Um, and it'll be an interesting team uh, to watch in the second half of the season as well. So um, that's my thoughts on Shohei Otani and the Angels. Uh, now I'm going to talk uh, some more MLB news as well. Um, Domingo Herman. Pitches a perfect game for the New York Yankees last night. The 24th perfect game in MLB history. An outstanding pitching performance by Domingo Herman. Um, and uh, in this game, uh, Domingo Herman struck out nine batters. Um, and uh, he also, um, you know, of course, didn't give up any hits, any walks. Um, no errors were made behind him. So, um, obviously nobody got on base for the Oakland A's. So 
Um, Domingo Herman only threw 99 pitches um, in this perfect game as well. So um, outstanding game for Domingo Herman. Um, the 24th perfect game in MLB history. Um, and uh, the first perf- uh, the first perfect game uh, since 2012. Um, the previous perfect game that was done in 2012 uh, was by Felix Hernandez. Uh, pitching a perfect game for the Seattle Mariners against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and uh, the Mariners, uh, they also um, they also got perfect gamed um, in 2012 as well. Philip Umber pitched a perfect game for the Chicago White Sox against the Seattle Mariners. Um, and both of those games uh, were at uh, what was then known as Safeco Field, uh, what is now known as T-Mobile Park. Um, but, um, you know, Domingo Armand um, picking up that 24th perfect game in MLB history. Um, so um, pretty cool moment for Domingo Herman. Uh He becomes the fourth Yankee ever uh, to pitch a perfect game. Um, and uh, he joins uh, Don Larson, David Wells, and David Cohn, and now Domingo Herman. Four Yankees uh, who have pitched. Uh, perfect games. Uh, so that's pretty impressive um, for four of the 24 perfect games uh, to come from the New York Yankees. That's pretty impressive. Um, and I know what some of you are thinking. Um, you know, yes, this perfect game was against Oakland A's, who have the worst record in the MLB. Um, you know, they are the worst team in the MLB right now. But, um, you know, those are, those are still big league hitters coming up to the plate. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm still impressed by this perfect game. It's a big moment in MLB history um, and uh, really impressed uh, with uh, this pitching performance by Domingo Herman, especially looking at his two previous outings where he really struggled. Uh, Domingo Herman um, ended up uh, giving up 17 runs uh, total in his two previous outings, 10 against the Seattle Mariners and 7 in his outing uh, before that. So um, to give up 17 runs in two previous outings and then to turn around and pitch a perfect game, uh, that's very impressive. So um, outstanding pitching performance by Domingo Herman, um, And uh, he becomes a part of MLB history. So uh, that's my thoughts on the latest MLB news. Now I want to talk Seattle Mariners baseball. I want to talk about this series between the Mariners and the Nationals. Uh, game one um, got off to a really good start for the Mariners. Um, uh, game one, um, Luis Castillo on the mound for the Mariners going up against Trevor Williams. Um, and right away, the Nationals get on the board. First, Lane Thomas hits a leadoff home run to give the Nationals a one to nothing lead. Then the Mariners answer back with a leadoff home run of their own by J.P. Crawford, his fifth home run of the season. That ties the game up at one to one. So pretty cool to see both leadoff hitters um, lead off the game uh, with home runs. That's something that you don't see very often. Uh, but then the Nationals they jump out in front. Um, Dominic Smith um, hits a solo home run uh, to give the Nationals a two to one lead. Um, and then uh, Luis Garcia drives in a run to extend the Nationals lead to three to one. Uh, so they get to Luis Castillo early on in this game, but then Luis Castillo really settles down 
and he gets a lot of run support, um, which is something that Luis Castillo has not gotten a lot of so far this season. But the Mariners were finally able to back him up with some run support. Eugenio Suarez hits a solo home run that makes the score three to two. And then after that, um, Julio Rodriguez drives in a run with a base hit that ties the game up at three to three. But then um, uh, the Mariners, uh, they jump out in front. Mike Ford uh, drives in a run with a base hit. And then Colton Wong um, somehow keeps this ball in the ballpark after crushing this baseball. Um, it ends up um, staying in the yard uh, for a double. Uh, but it's good to see Colton Wong uh, continue to swing the bat well for the Mariners. Um, over the past couple of weeks, he drives in a run to extend the Mariners' lead to five to three, um, and then the Mariners tack on some more runs. Ty France uh, drives in a run, and then Teoscar Hernandez drives in a run, and then Eugenio Suarez hits a sacrifice fly to extend the Mariners' lead to eight to three. Then um, the Nationals they get one more run in the ninth inning um, with an RBI double by Lane Thomas driving in his second run of the ball game. That makes the score 8-4. to four. Um, Then the Nationals, with the bases loaded, they bring the tying run up to the plate. And then Paul Seawaltz takes over for Taylor Salcedo. Um, he records the final out with a strikeout, um, even though that final strike three pitch probably should not have been ruled a strike. It was way off the plate. Uh, but the Mariners, they will take it, um, and they go on to win. Game one, final score of eight to four. Luis Castillo pitches well. Um, after struggling early, he ends up pitching seven innings, uh, giving up just three runs, and uh, he picks up the win. Um, and the Mariners go on to win game one, final score of eight to four. Game two, uh, this was a very interesting ball game. Brian Wu gets to start in this game for the Mariners, um, going up against Jake Irvin. He gets to start in this game for the Nationals. Um, and uh, right away, the Nationals, once again, they get on the board first. Uh, this time it's uh, Jamer Condelario, um, who, um, gets a base hit, uh, with two outs in the bottom of the first inning. Then a really bad throwing error from Brian Wu scores Jamer Condelario all the way from first base. Um, that gives the Nationals a one to nothing lead on a big gift run given up by the Mariners. Um, but then uh, the Mariners, they answer back right away in the bottom of the first. Teoscar Hernandez hits an opposite field two-run home run to give the Mariners a 2-1 to lead, his 15th home run of the season. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, the Mariners, they tack on another run um, with um, a base hit uh, by um, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, that gives the Mariners a three to one lead over the Nationals. Um, but then uh, after that, um, the Nationals uh, they get another run um, uh, to make the score uh, three to two. Uh, Javier Condelario drives in a run with an RBI double, um, and then. Um, Things get uh, really interesting a little bit later on in the ball game after Brian Wu comes out of the ball game with a three to two lead after five innings. Um, Gabe Spire pitches a scoreless sixth inning, um, and in the seventh inning he hits a batter 
Um, and then Matt Brash takes over for Gabe Spire. Uh, he ends up walking the next two batters. And then Luis Garcia hits a sacrifice fly to tie the game up at 3-3. Three to three. Um, Then the Mariners, they jump back in front. Colton Wong grounds into a fielder's choice. That gives the Mariners a 4-3 to three lead. Uh, but then late in the ball game in the eighth inning, Hebert Ruiz hits a solo home run off of Paul Seawalt. That ties the game up at 4-4. Four to four. Um, And then after Andres Munoz uh, pitches a scoreless top of the ninth inning, uh, this is where things start to get interesting. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Mariners get a couple of runners on, uh, but they were not able uh, to score the winning run. Um, so that sends this game into extra innings. Um, and in the top of the 10th inning, the Nationals were not able to score any runs. Um, and then in the bottom of the 10th inning, uh, the Mariners, uh, they end up getting three walks to load the bases with nobody out. Um, and that puts the Mariners in a really good position to win this ball game. The Nationals were basically handing over the win, handing over the win to the Mariners. Um, at that point, uh, but then um, with the bases loaded and nobody out, the Mariners were not able to cash in and score any runs. Uh, this sends the game to the 11th inning, and in the 11th inning, the Nationals tack on three more runs. Um, Lane Thomas doubles uh, to knock in a pair of runs, and then Luis Garcia drives in another run uh, to give the Nationals a 7-4 to lead over the Mariners. And then once again, the Mariners um, get two runners on. They get uh, the tying run um, up to the plate. Uh, but once again, the Mariners were not able to put any runs on the board. So the Mariners, uh, they end up stranding six runners over the final three innings um, of this ball game. And the Nationals go on to win this game. Final score of seven to four. Um, this loss uh, definitely stung a lot uh, for the Mariners and for the Mariners fans. Um, in my opinion, I think this was probably the most disappointing loss of the season for the Mariners. Um, and then uh, in game three, uh, this was another really interesting game. Uh, Logan Gilbert gets a start in this game for the Mariners going up against Patrick Corbin. Um, and coming into this game, Patrick Corbin uh, had really been struggling. Uh, he struggled last season for the Nationals after signing a big free agent contract. Um, and he was really struggling uh, this season uh, coming into the game with a 5-9 and nine record. Uh, but in this game, uh, Patrick Corbin really pitches well. Uh, he ends up pitching seven scoreless innings in this ball game. His slider was very effective. Uh, Mariners were not able to get anything going against Patrick Corbin. They did have a couple of opportunities um, with a few runners uh, that were stranded in scoring position, uh, but they couldn't get anything going against Patrick Corbin. Uh, Nationals, they got some early runs off of Logan Gilbert. Um, Jamir Candelario uh, doing some early damage, driving in a couple of runs, um, and then the Nationals do a little bit more damage um, a little bit later on. Um, still um, in um, the first inning, uh, Luis Garcia, uh, drives in a run, um, and uh, that extends the Nationals' lead to three to nothing. Uh, the Mariners they eventually get on the board um, after the Nationals jump out to a four to nothing lead. 
Uh, Mariners, they do get a solo home run by Jose Caballero, his third home run of the season. Uh, but the Nationals, they go on to win this game. Final score of 4-1. to one. Very disappointing series for the Mariners. They end up losing two out of three to the Nationals. Um, and I've said this before, uh, the Mariners, uh, they have shown signs of coming out of their um, offensive slump this season, uh, but they have not, um, you know, they have not um, drove in enough runs consistently. Um, and that has been the big problem for the Mariners so far this season. Uh, Mariners are now three games under the 500 mark. Uh, so the Mariners are looking to get back on track against the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the best team right now um, in uh, Major League Baseball. So it's going to be a tough challenge for the Mariners going up against the Tampa Bay Rays, who do everything right. Uh, they pitch well. Um, you know, they can hit a lot of home runs. They have dangerous hitters all throughout their lineup. Um, especially guys like Wander Franco and Randy Rosarena. So um, it's going to be a definitely it's going to be a tough challenge for the Mariners, um, but they really need to get going here. Uh, they they have to find a way to win this series against the Rays, um, and they have a very tough road trip right before the All Star break as well, uh, where they will take on the San Francisco Giants and the Houston Astros. So um, it's going to be difficult for the Mariners. Uh, but hopefully they can find a way um, to uh, get back on track before the All-Star break and uh, get some momentum going um, as they go into the All-Star break. So um, that's my thoughts on everything for today. Now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. Um, from the book of Romans, um, chapter 6, verse 23, uh, this Bible verse says, The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, and I love that this this scripture says the free gift of God. Um, that reminds me of uh, something that uh, my dad has always told me, um, you know, since I was a little kid. Um, and he still tells me this now to this day. Um, uh, my dad always tells us uh, that there's nothing free in this world uh, except salvation. Um, you know, um, there's a common term that we hear a lot, um, and it's a term that I learned um, in economics uh, when I took an economics class in high school. Um, and that term is there's no such thing as a free lunch. Um, and the reason why there's no such thing as a free lunch is because somewhere, somehow, somebody ended up paying for it. Um, and, um, you know, um, there's nothing free in this world except for salvation. Jesus uh, has already paid our debt uh, when he died on the cross for our sins. And three days later, God raised him from the dead so that all who believe in Jesus um, and accept him into their heart and into their lives will, re will receive this free gift of eternal life. The free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I just want to leave you guys with that reminder today. Um, and know that if you accept Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life, um, know that you will live even after death. You will have eternal life with Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.
Go Mariners. We got to bounce back. And uh, hopefully the Mariners can get things going. See you guys next time.